the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. After a legendary divisional round of the NFL playoffs, Championship Sunday is nearly here. And uh, check it out. All the legal sports books out there uh, tossing out some available player props. Uh, DraftKings has one up right now for most pass yards, Lundy, and your pace setters currently. Um, you know, usual suspects, Joe Burrow plus 175, Patrick Mahomes a plus 175, uh, Matthew Stafford, a bit of a wild card there, a plus 260. And then if you really want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, Jimmy Garoppolo at plus 550. I'm going to give you a $100 bill just because I love you so much. You got that Benjamin Franklin in your hand. Where would you stack the cash? Is it Burrow? Is it Mahomes? Is it Stafford? Or do you dare uh, chuck the Hail Mary and go with Jimmy G? Well, first of all, if it's your money, I'm going to put it on Jimmy G because what the hell? I mean, come on. <laughs> let's have let's have That's some true. fun. I mean, true. you know, it's it's your damn money. You might as well. It's like finding a hundred dollar bill on the floor in the casino and you just slap it down on the roulette wheel because F it. Uh, yeah. But if I'm if I'm actually being serious, I don't. Can the Chiefs run the ball? Not really sure if it's possible. Don't know if uh, Kansas City can can do much of a running game because they just they just want to air it out, and that's just what they're going to do unless it's Mahomes running. Uh, so I'll I'll put it on uh, I'll put it on uh, Mahomey, uh, and then I'll tolerate all of his family's social media BS. Oh my God! Yes, uh, for the love of everything holy in the world, we need Cincinnati to win. <laughs> yes, we do. We yes, do. we do. Because because the Mahomes family is quickly becoming the Kardashians 2.0. Oh, it's worse than that. It's not even remotely close. I hate the little dancing TikTok videos. Uh, Brittany and her champagne uh, gate, uh, you know, popping corks in the stands. Uh, the lesser people below her. I mean, it's all just annoying as hell. Uh, and I feel bad for, for Patrick, to be honest with you. Although he's got a lot of money in the bank, so I really shouldn't. I should be hitting him up for a loan. But uh, regardless, uh, I think you're on to something here. I, I, you know, I do like Burrow quite a bit. And I think it is kind of a 1A, 1B conversation here. we got to eliminate. Uh, Matthew Stafford, though. I think the point of emphasis for the L.A. Rams is going to be through the air because you can throw on San Francisco. Certainly cannot run on them. Uh, They're allowing less than three yards per carry over their last seven games to the running back position. So uh, it's going to be tough sledding there for Cam Akers, Sonny Michelle, uh, maybe some Daryl Henderson in that contest. But, you know, Burrow went for 446 in the four touchdowns in that Week 17 clash. But, you know, if you're on uh, Mahomes, and I think you bring up an excellent point here, the fact that, you know, Clyde Edwards-Dallaire, he had a decent game. Uh, Jarrett McKinnon, uh, more of uh, the damage inflicted for him in the pass game than on the ground. Yeah, I'd probably side with my homies uh, and roll with him. Money Mahomes uh, making him some cash here, a plus 175. With that, let's get to it on this Hockey Hump Day edition with another Fade 5. Number five. All right, Lundy, let's go ahead and check the sports books into the boards, my friend. Uh, you got the high stake action. Let's drop the puck, make some bucks. What do you like in the NHL tonight? Let's do it. We got a handful of games, just five tonight after a very busy uh, schedule in hockey yesterday. Uh, your boy's not doing too bad in hockey nice. over the last couple of days. Wait, now, I, wait I, a minute. I got a bow to pick with you. Yes, what do you got? So uh, I think it was on the Monday episode of the Faith of Noise podcast. You recommended an over- and I don't think that remotely close. It oh was yeah, the, the Knights, oh, yeah. right? It was yeah, like a six was, goal. Yeah, we had uh, we had a couple of overs that have been tough over the last couple of days. But Brad, Brad, 
bring it all together. Bring okay, it all together. Okay, Do a okay. group hug. Yeah, yeah, bring it together. Yeah. Kind of a we're, we're going to huddle Cleanse up. We're not going to go no Cleanse huddle my here. Soul. Uh, but we have been uh, we've been pretty damn solid. We've been hitting at about a sixty eight percent clip over the course of the last uh, handful of days uh, since we came back from vacation. So I'm going to celebrate that, and I'm going to ignore the fact that you're pointing out all of my flaws. Uh, let's go <laughs> to uh, Brad. Let's go uh, dot the I in Columbus, shall we? Yes. Let's go to Ohio, where the Blue Jackets will be hosting the Calgary Flames. Calgary, uh, not like a super heavy favorite in this one. They're a minus 185. Uh, but I'd actually be tempted to get myself a little better payday and take them in regulation at a minus 120. Uh, they are the road squad here, but this is the crazy stat on the matchups between these two teams. The last 20 times Calgary and Columbus have played, the home team has only managed to win five. Wow. Uh, so the road team extremely dominant, including the fact that the Flames have actually won four out of their last five when they have been in Columbus. So I'm going to roll with Calgary in this one. Uh, they have been scoring goals at will. They've got 12 tallies over the course of their last two games. Uh, we've seen a lot of scoring in the NHL this season, especially post COVID break uh, that they took around Christmas time. So let's take the road team Calgary. Like I said, they are a minus 185 on the money line, just straight up to win. But if you think they can do it in regulation, which I do with the way the Flames are playing right now and with the way this matchup is trending, I'll take them in regulation. That drops it down to a minus 120. All right, let's get back in the damn saddle. Tail Lundy and Fade the Noise. Number four. All right, let's move on. And next up here on the Fade the Noise podcast, we are going to go to the world of the NBA. In Lundy, hell hath frozen over, and potentially in Chicago. Uh, I woke up this morning. I was at my hotel. I walked outside. It was just a crisp minus seven degrees. <laughs> I was like, am I living in Yellowknife? Like, am I in the Yukon Territory somewhere there in northern Canada? Like, oh, man, it was not freezing. Major shrinkage uh, galore right now in the Windy City. But uh, one guy that is tearing it up and is riding a bit of a heater in this category, R.J. Barrett. Uh, and I'm going to take the over on 25 and a half points plus rebounds. And by the way, your boy uh, has hit back-to-back NBA picks. Like, this is impossible. So even though it's frigid outside, uh, finally, things are starting to melt in a positive way for me, uh, getting out of that polar vortex that I've been stuck in pretty much the entire season. But I do like Barrett over, again, 25.5 points plus rebounds against the Miami Heat. Now, the Miami Heat, uh, one of the better defensive teams in the NBA, number eight in adjusted defensive efficiency, and they've allowed the fewest rebounds per game to the opposition. So on paper, uh, this is uh, less than a delightful matchup, and to say the least. But Barrett has been over this in six of his last eight games. And if you look at the month of January, uh, the man is in fuego. He's averaging 23 points per contest and 6.6 rebounds per game. Again, I only pass remediable math. So uh, doing that quickly on the fly, that's 29.6. That's well north of the 25.5 proposed line here. So I think there is an overreaction to the matchup by the algorithm that sportsbooks are leaning on to crank out this number. And I think Barrett will beat that projection in the end. So fade or follow RJ Barrett, the pride of Duke over 25.5 points plus rebounds in Miami minus 114 at FanDuel. Well, let's see. 29.6 over the course of the month. Brad, that's, that's healthy. That's uh that is that's north- solid. 
That's that's north of this number. Uh, Brad Evans has hit two NBA in. Okay, I'm sorry, I gotta fade you, dude. I gotta fade you. Yeah. This is this is all about fading the noise this time, though, because I know how you are with your NBA picks. And yes, you you are writing. You're you. It's not even a heater. What it is is it's like there's there are some people that with their bets, Brad, they're standing around a bonfire. They're like Tom Hanks in Castaway. Yes, fire, I right? made fire. Yeah, uh, you when it comes to the NBA are like standing around like a ninety-nine cent bic lighter that you get at Seven Eleven. Uh, you know, sometimes your heater is just—it's just a little smaller. It's just uh, you know, are which we still is talking a, about the heater. Yeah, there's there's pills that can help that. Uh, I'm actually <laughs> okay. gonna I'm gonna fade you in this one. I, I think I don't think this is an overreaction to the matchup against Miami. I, I think this is one where, um, it, it, like it, for example, it would not surprise me at all for him to get to, say, 19, maybe even 20 points, but get held off the boards to the point where he tucks in underneath this number. He he should be able to get five or six rebounds, but I'm just not trusting it against Miami. I do think this is a tougher matchup than you give him credit for. So I am unfortunately going to fade you, good sir. Uh, but I do, uh, for your purposes of your own uh, pocketbook, as well as uh, apparently the, the heat of your manhood, I hope mm. you hit it. Uh, yes, uh, for the sake of my manhood, America, do it for me, R.J. Barrett. Number three. All right, let's move on to college basketball. You know I love to dig deep, and let's go to one of the mid-major conferences, and uh, we're going to focus on UTC Chattanooga. Choo-choo! And I'm going to lay the five and a half against the Wofford Terriers. Uh, Terrell Owens U, I think, is going to get the easy cover in this one. By the way, uh, at the minus five and a half, that's minus 110 right now at bet. MGM. Uh, you look at the Moccasins, uh, one of the greatest nicknames, by the way, in all of collegiate athletics. Uh, they are an outstanding offensive rebounding team. Uh, I, we have featured them on the podcast before because I brought up this name. Your wife is a diehard Kansas Jayhawks fan, so you were familiar with Silvio D'Souza who was once a member of Bill Self's team, uh, but now he's a castaway and playing hoop action there in the mid-major ranks with UTC, and he is tearing it up, uh, getting a number of second-chance opportunities. 32.9% of the time, the mocks are generating a second chance. Uh, you add in the outside threat of Malachi Smith, uh, who's netted 42% from way downtown, and that's a nice little inside-outside combination on top of that. Uh, inside the Big South, uh, the Chattanooga Mocs, their defense, restrictive. Boa, constrictive, 0.995 points per possession allowed. They beat Walford on the road earlier this month, 75-67. to 67. And you look at Walford defensively, number 339 in college basketball, an effective field goal percentage D. Huge uh, advantage here, whether inside, whether outside, whether sealing off the glass, defensively it just checks every single box and that's why i think chattanooga covers the five and a half may win this sucker by double figures in the end at home so fade or follow the mocks laying that 5.5 against visiting wofford minus 110 at ben mgm yeah you got the edge in field goal shooting you got the edge at the line you got the edge in defense you got the edge this just all stacks up to chattanooga to run away with this now that said there's probably a reason the odds makers made it at five and a half they're trying to toy with us a little bit but i i'm with you i i think this could be pushing a nine ten even eleven point win by the time that it's done and you already talked about the matchup earlier this month uh between the two of them with which was in a, a nice little eight point victory um on the road so chattanooga i would expect can do that and then some being at home 
stick around for my top picks in college basketball. Plus, oh, you know we got to get some more action in bonus time. Number two. All right, let's make some bank in the Big East here, Lundy. And let's talk about the uh, keeping it cool with Ed Cooley. Providence Flyers going on the road in Cincinnati uh, to take on the Xavier Musketeers. And I'm going to side with Providence. Uh, plus eight and a half, uh, largely because their mascot scares the living daylights out of me. And I, I don't want to deter him in any way. I don't want him uh, turning his ugly face around and staring at me. So, uh, look, Friar Dom, I am siding with you here. And I'm going to take your beloved team because you're dead behind the eyes at plus eight and a half. It's just too many points. Uh, it, it's all about penetrating and picking apart Travis Steele's 1-2-1 zone. And I think Providence has the bodies to do exactly that. Why? Uh, because they've been splashing threes in Big East action, hitting 36.3%. Uh, A.J. Reeves is still questionable dealing with a pinky injury, even if he is unable to go and he's missed his last four games. Horkler is a guy that can really fill it up from outside, hitting 42.9% along the arc uh you look at the wins that providence is logged on the road remember they won a non-conference play inside cole center against wisconsin who's really been surging he won at uconn and then they dismantled DePaul on the road so uh, they've got a road warrior mentality here and in the end uh xavier's a better team but i think providence with the eight and a half that they're catching will keep this thing within range maybe lose this thing by five or six going away so hopefully the freebies won't be falling uh there in the final moments that pushes the cover for the musketeers but lundy your thoughts here fade or follow providence plus eight and a half at xavier minus one ten at DraftKings. i always hate bringing up these uh these trends uh that i'm about to because I, I i've done it here on the pod before i certainly do it on the tv show where i bring up the trends between college teams because i've had folks that go wow you know roster is different because these guys <laughs> and there's new players and you know they went on to the what okay i'm still going to bring up the trend in the last nine meetings between these two teams brad the underdog is seven and two against the spread oh interesting so, that's a I, and i'm just i'm going to stick with that i'm going to look at uh this particular matchup yes uh the providence mascot scares the living crap out of me uh I'm, I'm right there with you it is uh it's like the effect that clowns have on us after all the horror movies i have the same feeling uh, whenever Providence rolls around on my television screen because it really is just a ridiculously weird mascot. That and the old school Cleveland Browns mascot, still don't understand that one either. I, that, <laughs> really, that dude is creepy. That is really, really creepy, dude. It's like a it's a weird character out of a bad 70s movie that you had to be on acid to watch. Uh, so again, I I love uh, everything you talked about with Providence. I'm, I'm with you in terms of the free throws. We better hope that uh, Xavier uh, is not just knocking down freebies uh, at the end of the game and winds up stretching this thing out and we get like a really bad backdoor cover. But looking at the fact that the underdog has covered seven out of their last nine meetings between these two, I will roll with that trend and I will follow you. I'll take Providence in the points. Come on, Providence. Make us some pennies. Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, my top playing college basketball tonight. It is going to be a Category 5 on the Saffir Simpson scale for the Miami Hurricanes tonight in the box score. Uh, love the matchup at Virginia Tech. And I'm going to take the over on 66.5 points on the team total in this one at minus 115 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, Miami is actually catching five in this game. And it's it's odd to me. It's like the computer metrics, the predictive analytics have not caught up to what Miami has done 
on the floor this season. Uh, it's a team that's still outside the top 60 in Bartorvik and Ken Palm. And it's almost inexplicable because this team is trending in the right direction to get an at-large tournament berth. Uh, you know, that colossal win uh, that Jim Laranega's club logged inside Cameron Indoor a couple of weeks ago. Uh, you know, it was a quarter one victory, and that alone is going to suit them well inside the selection committee room come March. But, you know, they've had the hiccups against Florida State, but those are hard-fought games, losing those uh, back-to-back contests. Uh, but this Vatek team, defenseless is the best way to describe them. Dead last in the ACC in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 1.148 points per possession. Uh, you know, Miami has a nice little pressure defensive setup. Uh, they coax a number of turnovers, number one, actually, in the ACC, and turnover percentage defense, uh, getting that takeaway on 21.9% of opponent possessions. They have been over this 66.5 total in nine of their last 11 games. And more importantly, this team is number one in the league and points per possession scored at 1.159, shooting 40.7% from distance. I know Charlie Moore, I think he's on his second PhD uh, right now at his like seventh university, it seems like. Uh, But him and the rest of his backcourt compadres have enough firepower in this one, I think, to get to the 70-point mark, given the shortcomings offensively of the Hokies. So, Lundy, fade or follow, is Miami going to bring the heat on the road uh, against Vitek on this over 66.5 points team total, minus 115 at DraftKings. Brad, if if anybody out there was going to take the over on the number of statistics you were going to give on the final uh, item on the fade five today, they just cashed their ticket. Holy cow. That was, you want to talk? Every <laughs> that was a night, rambling like, of numbers. No, you just had, you did. There's, I, I, I heard, I, I, I think there was a niner in there somewhere. Um, I heard all cut. All I know is 66 and a half. Like you came down to the, you gave me all the statistics and all that. I'm sitting here when I was getting ready for the pot today. And I was like, Oh yeah, 66 and a half. That, that's not enough. I think Miami can score more than that. You just gave me all the logical reasons behind it and the analytics and all of this crazy Stephen Hawking stuff that you just did. But I was just sitting back going, yeah, that just doesn't seem like enough points. So there's there's what you get on this podcast, folks. Uh-huh. You get that sort of difference between Brad and Brad, analytics, numbers, abacus, all, break out the Texas instrument. You know, the whole thing. I 85 baby. Yeah, and all I'm day. sitting back going, I'm sitting back going, yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> well, there you go. So uh, he's he's liking my calculations. Do the competition. Yes, exactly. And That's ride Miami. You. That's the moral of the story here. All right, Len, before we get out of here, it's bonus time. What else you got on the docket? Uh, let me go your route, Brad. I've just got one bonus time for us today because, again, it's kind of a light schedule in hockey, and there's a couple of games that have me a little bit nervous, including the late-night capper, uh, the Colorado Avalanche. And obviously, you folks know I'm in Denver, so I am a big fan of the Avs. Uh, the Avs have won 16 in a row at home. Mm. Um, they are on an absolute heater right now, but the Boston Bruins are coming to town. And, Brad, you spent some time in Denver, and you know what it's like to attend an event when Boston Pittsburgh, Chicago, when those come to town, it might as well be a damn home game at the arena for the opposing squad because Denver is a bit of a melting pot and we do wind up with a lot of out of city fans. Uh, And because of that, I guarantee you there are going to be a shitload of Boston Bruins sweaters in the crowd tonight. And that has me a little bit nervous about Colorado extending this streak out. So I'm actually staying away from that one as much as I want to see uh, the abs continue this home streak that they're on. But I'm going to go your play, Brad, with a college basketball alt line. Yeah, let's do it. 
Give me uh, uh, Tennessee. The Vols are hosting yep. the Florida Gators, uh, and we are going to also talk about Northwestern traveling to Michigan. I am going to alt-line both favorites down, taking it to Tennessee minus 5.5, to Michigan minus 3.5 off of the bigger, much bigger spreads that both of those teams are favored by. But if I take the minus 5.5 on the Vols, minus 3.5 on Michigan, plus 116, I'll take that. Yeah, I love that actually quite a bit. Uh, and it, we've seen some steam action. I don't know if you noticed that with that Tennessee line. It opened yes. at seven and it's, it's up to nine and a half. Right? Well, I've seen some books as high as ten. Jeez. So uh, that gives you an indication that there's some heavy coin being dropped right now on the volunteers and they could ultimately smash the Gators and you know turn them into a pair of boots uh, or maybe uh, a side of tartar sauce uh, and deep fried. So, no, I'm with you there, man. I-, I think that's a great call on Tennessee. And Michigan right now is starting to get their act together. They really are. Uh, Hunter Dickinson is going to be a matchup nightmare for Northwestern, and that team is playing their butts off defensively. So, yeah, I think Jawan Howard and company will take care of business there. Love that call. Uh, uh, let's go back to the world of college basketball for my own as well. And uh, I like Oklahoma State tonight. I'm going to lay the three and a half against Iowa State. Why? Well, the Cowboys uh, just put the opposition into a headlock. Uh, defensively, number seven in the country, just a defensive efficiency. And they're number one in the Big 12 in two-point percentage. They get 43.5%. Again, they're taking on the Cyclones of Iowa State. Uh, Oklahoma State there at home in Stillwater now. You know, they got a postseason ban. Uh, they're playing, you know, for pride, essentially. But this team has played extraordinarily, uh, extraordinarily well. See the Baylor game uh, from about a week ago. I think their defense will be able to neutralize the interior of Iowa State. And Iowa State right now couldn't hit the broadside of a barn from distance. So if you push them outside, uh, get those low percentage shots, chances are Oklahoma State's going to win and could win convincingly. So Boone and Cissé, I think, are going to take care of business there in the post and uh, handle the Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, and then last one I got for you here, Lunny, just for S's and G's. Uh, I put this together right before the podcast. You love the alt lines. I love the alt lines. So let's do an alt line parlay of my own, shall we? Uh, uh, and I'm going to take Marquette plus eight and a half, and I'm going to slide that together with Providence, who I took on the standard line at plus 13 and a half. I like that at plus 110. Marquette just constantly undervalued in the market. And then I love West Virginia night at home, minus two against the visiting Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, West Virginia's lost three straight. I think Taz Sherman, uh, Sean McNeil would take care of business against an OU defense uh, that ranks dead last in three-point percentage D in the Big 12, getting about 38.3%. And, oh, if you even like, uh, you know, the money line action, hell, why not? Here's a three-leg money line uh, for you as well. Tennessee, who you're on in those Vols. Give me the Indiana Hoosiers at home against Penn State. And then give me the Silver Fox himself. Bob McKillop, one of the most genius offensive minds in all of college basketball. Uh, Davidson unblemished uh, right now in conference play in the A-10. They're taking on VCU at home, a team that they've already dispensed earlier this season. So Tennessee wins, Indiana wins, Davidson wins, plus 126 on that three-leg money line parlay. And that's the cherry on top of the Sunday, and that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on social media. Check him out on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Check out his show as well on Altitude TV, uh, wherever you can log on. and Check out his uh, clips as well from the show on social media. Uh, but he's just a wonderful follow, and he's a handsome man. Uh, not only that, uh, give us a rating and review, if you would, kindly. Helps out our show immensely. And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.